again. Welcome back to the Only the Greatest Podcast. This is the official introduction for the Only the Greatest Podcast. I am your host, Dr. Laird, and this is my co-host, C.F. Silvis. <laughs> never heard <laughs> you refer <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> I've never been Dr. Laird ever, in my whole life. Ever, and I've known this until, guy most of his life until right now. <laughs> Why did I call myself Dr. Laird? I, don't know. I feel like it's like old school, is like it? whenever. Um, like back in like the 1700s, 1800s when there was like a newspaper article about like, because like when people used to get married or like people bought a house, it would like go in the newspaper uh-huh. or like it, on like uh, uh, obituaries and stuff. I would have been like Dr. Laird. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't alive back then. I don't know. Man. I feel like I see a lot of uh, first and middle initial and uh-huh. then last name. Anyway, Dr. Laird, <laughs> CF Silvis. Here we are back in the OTG podcast studio. We just recorded a show a second ago, mm-hmm. and it was fire. And there's a lot of ideas because we—it's been a while since we've been in the saddle here mm-hmm. in the studio. So massive facility, state of the art. Um, I'm prepared for this one. Are you? I'm very prepared. I sure hope so. <laughs> I'm very prepared this morning, and I—I I had this idea for this show this morning. It's going to be a little bit cliche, but the idea of it is going to be cliche, but. I think that you and I have a lot of value to add um, just discussing the topic in general rather than saying, hey, you know, like whenever you're a little kid and your dad said, uh, you know, practice makes perfect or uh, uh, proper preparation prevents poor performance or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Well, I changed up a little bit today. (laughs) OTG says proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. That's some alliteration, man. All right. P, 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 P. How many... Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. There's six, six. P's. P to the sixth power. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk about that a little bit. So I had this, I had this idea this morning. Um, I woke up at like seven o'clock this morning, which is about standard for me on the weekends. Um, I wake up at four on days that I work. And then um, usually um, without any alarm, I wake up at 6.30 or 7 on the weekends. That's really sleeping in pretty good for me. Um, so the point is I woke up at 7.00. And, um, you know, I did my normal, my routine, uh, that I do in the morning, wake up, took a shower, took care of the dogs, all the good jazz. Right. And, um, I was like, man, Phil and I, you know, we planned on recording day. We planned on training today. And, um, you know, we, we just kind of, uh, left it at that yesterday. Hey, we'll record and we'll train tomorrow. And that was it. We didn't talk anymore. And, um, I was like, you know, at first, my idea was like, hey, we need to get it knocked out early, make sure we get it done. And I, while I think that's important, I was also like, damn, we didn't actually plan it. We right. said it. We weren't like, hey, we're going to meet at uh, 8 o'clock in the morning. Because we do, we, a lot of time we do that. Hey, meet at your house at 530. Meet mm-hmm. at your house at 6. And this, we're going to record at 7. Right. Whatever that is. is usually how it goes. Right. And, yeah. But we didn't do that yesterday. Right. It was just like, hey, tomorrow. And that was it. And I saw that being, I saw that like getting away from us. That's like, definitely a, re- a yellow flag situation. Right, right, yellow yeah, flag. for sure. So we, were, we had a yellow flag flying in my eyes. I was like, dang. So we said we were going to do it today, but we didn't actually plan it or prepare for it. Because like, and in my head, I was thinking afternoon, like three, four o'clock. Yeah. Because it's and, just Sunday afternoon, you know, it's pretty chill. Yeah, and we hadn't agreed on a time, and I was like, this is going to get away from us. Mm-hmm. Because... What's going to happen is I'm going to do, do my stuff in the morning. 
And then um, we're gonna have to run up to the hospital, visit a family member, and then um, you know I'm gonna need to meal prep at some point, and then I got work tomorrow, so I'm gonna need to get in bed early. And then Phil's gonna end up having to take a phone call at some point, and it's not gonna happen, right? You know, like because we're gonna get all jumbled up. So I immediately texted him and said, "Hey, let's get this." Uh, this is paraphrasing. I don't remember exactly what I said. Hey, let's get this knocked out early. Let's get over here. If you're awake, get over here. What we'll do is uh, we'll record mm-hmm. and then we'll go hit the gym and that'll be our two check boxes for the day. And, it, and everything after that can kind of fall into place. And um, he says, cool. Hey, uh, I'm eating. Let me eat. I'm gonna run and pick up the camera and then I'll be over. And I said, okay, well, I have enough time to um, do my meal prep for the week. So in that time, which was a little bit less than an hour, I put on a pot, a uh, rice cooker full of rice and I dropped all my ground beef into uh, two pans on the stove and I started cooking all of it. And as he walked in the door, I was packaging it all up and putting it in the fridge. It was already, by the time I got in, it was all. Oh, it might've been already in there. You're already making breakfast. I was making, okay. So I had all my meals prepped for the entire work week, which Mm -hmm. is four days worth of food. And I was making my uh, overnight oats for tomorrow morning when he walked in the door, which is kind of like what I, it's usually what I do right before bed. Mm-hmm. I'll make my, um, I make sure my phone's off my alarm set and not off, but, uh, it's on sleep mode sets in the room. Right. Um, I make sure that my, uh, uh, everything's set up for my morning routine, whether I plan on reading, I make sure my breakfast is ready in the fridge. Um, my book set out if I'm going to read, um, you know, my vitamins, everything are set out that way. When I get up for work in the morning, boom, boom, boom. It's like an assembly line. I do it the same every time I wake up in the morning. So I was already doing that by the time he got here. And it really made me think about how, so Jessica and I just came off vacation like two days ago. And, you know, we were in another state, another part of the country, um, just vacationing, having a good time, did not count macros. Um, We didn't actually weight train. We did go on a lot of hikes, outdoor hikes, like several hours a day. So we were active. But, um, you know, we were eating all the local food spots. We wanted to try the good food and everything. And, um, you know, the, the point is um, we live our lives when we go on vacation and we're not too strict on ourselves. But the, the goal is when we get home, get right back on track, get back in the gym, get our, meal, get our meals, our macros right, and, and hit the ground running. And um, I had my foot off the gas for like a day and a half, two days after we got home. I didn't prep any of my food. I didn't thaw anything out. Um, I didn't. And so what happened was I would wake up in the morning and I would eat a good breakfast and I'd say, oh, hey, I'm going to go run in this one errand real quick and then I'll come home and cook my lunch and everything. Well, it ended up taking a lot longer than I anticipated. And then, you know, several hours go by and I'm starving and I'm not close to home. I don't have anything cooked at home anyway. So what do I do? I go to Panda Express and I get teriyaki chicken and rice, which probably isn't a terrible decision. But could have been better. It could I could have done better. I could have had my meal prepped and with me, and I could have just eaten it right there in the truck or or while I was uh, while I was doing whatever it was I was doing, and um, I was not prepared, and so I performed poorly. I, I did not hit my macros for that day. Um, I actually uh, was under on this particular day that I'm talking about, and um, you know the root of it was. I didn't thaw anything out and cook the night before or that morning. And um, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll have time later. 
and it never yeah ever you never really have time later works out that way in my life and jessica's yeah. life and our our lives together um we never ever have time later it's never a thing we are jam-packed our days are busy we're always going especially right now in the situation we're in um you know we got a family member who's real sick in the hospital in and out we're de- helping deal with that on top, we never have time anyway. But on right. top, with that piled on top, we're never going to have time. And I and I performed poorly. So this morning, Phil's on the way. Boom! I'm cooking. I got everything in the skill. I got the rice going. I'm seasoning. I'm putting everything together. And now I have everything that I need to eat for today through dinner Thursday night. And then on Thursday night, I'll prep again for the weekend. I'll prep for Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, but I don't work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, typically. So, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little easier on those days, but I still prep twice a week. I prep on Sunday morning yeah. and Thursday evening. Same. Mine's usually Wednesday though. Instead of- and, uh, so, you know, you hear, you hear the cliche phrase, Oh, uh, preparation prevents poor performance. And basically they're telling you, Hey, you need to practice. You need to be prepared. And I'm just talking about it from a, we're talking about it from a uh, health and fitness standpoint, from your training and your, and your, especially your nutrition. If your stuff's not cooked in advance and you don't have a planned time and a workout that you're going to do, right? And I pick my phone up because my workout is usually in my, is always in my notes in Mm -hmm. my phone. I know the exact exercises I'm going to do. I know the order that I'm going to do them. I know how many sets and reps I did the last time I did that exercise. And it takes you a little while to build this, right? You right. got to get a few yeah. workouts under your belt. This is a little a little bit advanced, but the point is I'm prepared. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to do these six exercises in this order. I'm going to do this many sets. These are the weight ranges that I'm going for. And I want to knock it out within an hour. And then I'm on to this, this part of my day. And when I don't prepare that workout and I don't prepare those meals, I almost never get them done. Right. Not, not as well as I could have anyway. Yeah. Because things in life just end up taking longer. One thing leads to another. And like me, dude, I'm, I'm very lazy. So Mm. what happens is I sit down, I'm working on one thing. I finish it and I'm like, ah, five minutes. Let me, let me just kind of relax my mind for five minutes. Then I'm doing the thing. Bro, every time that five turns into fifteen, yeah, that every fifteen turns into twenty, and then you're sitting there for an hour. Yeah, and I'm because I'm just a lazy person. In yeah. so for whatever reason, that everybody seems, has a lazy person that lives in them. Yeah, exactly. You just gotta beat yeah, their there ass. There you go. So then, next thing you know, you don't get something done. Right now, the trick is, <clears throat> and I'm admitting that I'm a lazy person. The trick is don't justify it. Right. That's what you can't do. You have to look back and like, ah, I fucked up. Yeah. You know, I messed I up. I wasn't prepared. I did not prepare. I didn't tell myself I was going to do this at this time and move on to the next thing at the next time. And that's why. Don't make the excuse that I didn't have time. Right. Because you did. You just didn't make it a priority. You just didn't make it a priority and you got lazy. That's me all the time. Yep. But you just look back at the time. Okay. Well, this is actually what happened. Mm-hmm. And now. I'm probably going to sacrifice somewhere else later in the day because mm-hmm. of that. Right. You know, and, um, you know, another, another point I want to make that I make a personal perspective. This is, this is, um, probably true for a lot of people, but I know it's true for me. 
Um, nutrition is the hard, the may it's a hard, <laughs> it's the major X factor in my physical fitness. I do not mind. Phil and I will go out here and run three times a week. It'll be a hundred degrees, full sunshine, no wind blowing. And I'll run three, five miles. I'll do it. I don't care. Yeah. I'll go to the gym. I'll train. I'll push the weights. I'll, I'll do heavy squats. All the exercises you don't like to do, I'll go do them. I'll get in the gym and go do them. Mine is my nutrition. Yeah, I feel I it's that way always, for most people. Always, if it's not prepared and ready in a Tupperware, this is an advanced stuff, y'all. Mm-hmm. This is this is eight ounces of ground beef and 100 grams of white rice and a, and a $1 HEB Tupperware. <laughs> All right, that's what we're talking about right now. The point is, though, it's made, it's ready. But I can't afford to eat healthy, Daryl. I can't afford I, to not eat healthy. I can't do it. It's too expensive. I can't afford, to, with my physique and my gut, I can't afford <laughs> to not eat, uh, eat healthy. And then eating healthy is cheaper. I agree. For me, to go to the grocery store and get the handful of ingredients that I need mm-hmm. to eat healthy, to eat what I like, and that fits my macros, is significantly cheaper than not. And, uh, but... I struggle with the nutrition part of it. So when it is ready in a Tupperware measured and weighed, and I know I woke up at seven o'clock in the morning to cook that, and I know it's in my lunch kit or my backpack with an ice pack or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull that out and eat it right. instead of going, oh, man, I didn't cook any. So even if I go home, it's going to take me 45 minutes to an hour to get home and nothing's thawed. It's going to take me another probably hour to thaw out some beef or some chicken. And then I got to prep it and then I got to cook it and then I got to eat it. It's going to be three hours from now before I get to eat something because I wasn't prepared. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm right. going to Chick-fil-A. I'm going to Panda Express. I'm mm-hmm. going to wherever, insert whatever your favorite. And if you really do, because I have this conversation with a lot of people when it comes to the eating out thing. Mm-hmm. People eat out for different reasons, but it's usually convenience and yep. then experience. People right. enjoy being served. Yep. You know, that's part of human nature, right? Yep. But if you actually. My favorite part is you don't have to clean it up. Yeah, that's when very it, nice. Yeah. You have to clean the kitchen. Oh man, I do have to agree. That's pretty great that's as well. Probably my favorite for part. sure. Um, so there's there's another caveat to throw in there. But get, that comes back to the being served thing, though. Right? I think yeah, it's uh, part of the deal. The being served. But the the point is, especially when people like with breakfast, I don't have time to eat breakfast. Oh, but you have time to wait in the drive through, right? For fifteen minutes, or you have time to sleep an extra fifteen minutes. Yeah, you know. And so if you actually do the math on the amount of time that you save by taking time away from one day mm-hmm. to get this done. It took you one hour this morning, now, roughly. Roughly. To do that. Well, actually, less. That it was save, in the fridge within an hour. That can save you multiple hours waiting in the drive-thru, driving to somewhere to get something Sitting to down eat, and waiting to be served. Thinking about whether you want to go to Wendy's or McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. make that deci- All that decision-making goes away. Yep. You know, you're saving yourself a lot of time, money, and effort by preparing. By just being prepared. Mm-hmm. We're not, y'all, we're not talking about expensive stuff. We're no. not talking about extravagant stuff. You know how I prepared my meals for the week today? I got a, I have a rice cooker, um, which is, if you don't have one, you should, cheap. Get one. you should get one. <laughs> it's very great. I put in uh, three dry scoops of white rice with my water and started it. And I put ground beef into two different pans on my stovetop, mm-hmm. and I browned it, and I seasoned it with a little salt, mm-hmm. little seasoned salt, slap your mama, 
to be exact. <laughs> I go back and forth between Tony. I'd use different seasons. Yeah. I browned that. The rice cooker was finishing up. And I had the skillet. I use cast iron to cook, mm-hmm. typically. Um, that's my new thing. Moved on to cast iron. Uh, nonstick, I've just ha- I've just been reading a lot about how bad it is for you. I don't know. I haven't actually read any studies. Mm. But um, I had the cast iron option, so I just use it. Um, so I get my cast iron and my pot of rice and my Tupperwares. And you're talking about the you can get a five-pack for like two bucks at oh, H-E-B, right? I got eight Tupperwares. I have to admit, I do use... Nicer, more expensive. I, sh- I, I want to get personally. some. I want to get some glass ones. I I, I use glass. The problem with glass, heavy. They're heavy and they're really inconvenient. Like they don't stack very good, yeah. like in your cabinets and stuff. Yeah. You know, so I did glass for a while and I enjoyed it. I truly did, but the inconvenience kind of got to me. But now I just use uh, the really nice, heavy duty plastic snap top. Yeah, those are nice. You know, uh, and it, it does make a difference for me right. at least. Right now, I use the cheapos. Yeah. So I get my eight fifty cent or whatever they are HEB Tupperware, literally HEB brand. Mm-hmm. I put it on my food scale, which I bought on Amazon for like twelve dollars, and I weigh out my beef. I have a scooper in my beef and a scooper in my rice. Beef, yeah, rice, no. beef, okay, I got enough, zero it out. Rice, mm-hmm. okay, I got enough, boom, next one, boom, next one, boom. And then they go in the fridge, and that's it. Yeah. And then I pop it in the microwave at, at work the next day. That's it. I do mine a little bit different, so I'll just kind of throw this in there. Um, so I'm just, just talking about how simple and fast and easy mine is. Right, and for me, mine's a little bit, it's simple, fast, and easy as well, but just a little bit different, and... Uh, I often give people both of these options when I'm recommending that in, in trust meal prep is not the only option, right? This mm-hmm. is just our option, right? Right. This is not the only way to eat healthy, but <clears throat> if you are going to commit to meal prep, it's the easiest way yeah. to eat healthy usually. But the way that I do, it, I do most efficient. Yeah. I do it. What I would consider like a buffet style, I guess, yep. where basically instead of I, you just use, instead of making all my small containers at one time, I just have a big thing of beef, a big thing of steak, a big thing of chicken, a big thing of rice, and then I eat the little golden potatoes. Yeah. And it's basically what I do is every night before I go to bed, I make my... Stuff for the next day. You start for the you next day. You get it day. out of your already cooked steak, yeah, already I, cooked rice, already exactly. potatoes, throw them in a Tupperware, and that's it. Each night before I go to bed, I go downstairs, pull out the big containers, put them on the counter, grab my three Tupperwares... And I do them individual each night, and then pack it for the next day. Right. That's just the way that I do it. Um, neither way is right or wrong. Yeah. It takes up less room in the fridge. Right. That way. Yeah. yeah. So it, it can be helpful. Yeah. But it's the same either way. So, and you know, one more thing that I want to talk about, like with my meal prep, and this is just how I do it. My breakfast. You know what it is? It's overnight oats. Mm-hmm. It's easy. I get a bowl. You make it the night before. Night before. It takes me. Literally two minutes. I watched you do it today. Yeah. I've actually never had overnight oats. So I've read a lot I get my bowl. It. I will put my oats in there however much I want. This time was 40 grams, which is a serve. Mm-hmm. And dry oats, regular rolled oats. I got 40 grams of whey protein, MTS, vanilla to be exact, vanilla ice cream. I get a couple dashes of cinnamon. So I have my oats, my protein, my cinnamon. I put one serve of peanut butter. And then I fill it up with either water or almond milk, and I mix it up to where it's kind of like a paste, mm-hmm. kind of like a, it's not a liquid, it's not a solid, it's kind of like a, a 
viscosity of like a light glue or something. It's kind of pasty looking. Mm -hmm. And I put it in the fridge overnight. And I wake up in the morning and pull it out of the fridge and I eat it. And it takes me like two minutes to eat. It's ready to go. And the oats are real like soft. They've absorbed the moisture from everything. So you get the vanilla uh, protein, you get the peanut butter, you get the oats, you get the cinnamon. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes they even crank a little salt in there. Just a little bit to give it like a yeah. little. I like to put. Uh, I make. Um, I love almond butter and honey toast. Yeah. And so I to- piece of toast, a little bit of almond butter on there, some honey, cinnamon, and then just a little. I can't make the sound effect. I'm not a very good sound effect person. So if Daryl could do it for me, hit little. Yep. Just a touch. Yeah. Salt, salt on there. Yeah. Oh, it's great. So that's my breakfast. That's what I eat in the morning. Mm-hmm. It takes me two minutes the night before. And so I wake up in the morning. My meals are already in the fridge. I made them on Sunday for the day, right? Mm-hmm. My breakfast is overnight oats. It's in a little container. I eat that. I wash my bowl. I throw my two meals in my work bag, and I go to work, and I put them in the fridge at work, and I eat them throughout the day, you know, at lunchtime or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's it, guys. That I mean, that, that's how simple it is to be prepared. And I didn't do it when I got home from vacation. And so, like, I suffered or I struggled for, for those two, couple days for two days because I didn't thaw anything. I didn't have anything prepped, you know, and I was making all these excuses. Oh, I just came off vacation. And I ate bad anyway and blah, blah, blah. All the while, I'm going to the gym. I'm training. I'm just not eating right. Mm-hmm. So, guys, you got to be prepared. And, you know, um, Phil, you have a, I don't want to call it a philosophy, a, a meal prep tip that you like to give to people. You know, you know which one I'm referring to? I think so. This is, and this is I've always done it this way, but I, I never made the correlation with maybe it's the reason that I'm successful with being able right. to meal prep consistently. I think it's important to note that if you're, we're a little bit more advanced, we've been doing it a little longer. Right. But in the beginning, this is a very good tip for beginners, for people who are just, starting mm-hmm. to meal prep um or if you tried it and you and you weren't able to do it right. and things went wrong went south so yeah. i'm gonna let you go ahead and tell it because this is actually your original you're the only person i've ever heard say this and i think it's true especially in the beginning yeah it's super important especially in if it's your first time or if you failed and you're like you don't want to do it because you don't want to mess up again the most important thing when it comes to meal prep is try waiting don't go to the grocery store until you've allocated enough time to not only go to the store, but come home and immediately get it done. Immediately cook it. Yeah, cook it. So don't put it in the fridge or the freezer. Don't don't go home, put it in the fridge and or say, the I'm fr- going to do it. Especially the freezer. Especially the freezer and say, I'm going to do it later. I don't care that the meat was on sale and you and, and you wanted to buy extra, so you, put it, so you can put it in the freezer and save $5. Yeah. All right? Because... The, if you don't actually do it, you're going to spend more than that $5 you saved, right? Right. So go to the grocery store. Go, wait until you've allocated enough time. You prob- Depending on how far away from the grocery store you leave, you live, this could be 90 minutes to two hours. Yeah. Probably in totality, right? Right. And you have that amount of time on Sunday morning or Sunday evening probably to be able to do this. Sundays are nice because they're a mo- chill day for most people, but whatever day is most chill for you. Go to the grocery store, come home and cook it immediately. Do not put it in the fridge, freezer. Put it in the fridge or freezer. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is you start this negative feedback loop where something goes bad and now you feel bad because you told yourself you're going to meal prep, but you didn't. Mm-hmm. You t- 
tell yourself you wasted money on this food. You, you got to throw it away. You weren't prepared. So you came, yeah. you went shopping, got all the good stuff. You didn't cook anything. And then your buddy calls you and they're going out to eat. Yep. And you don't even have any, have anything cooked. Well, you know, I'll get to, I'll eat it later. I'll mm-hmm. cook it later. Well, no, it doesn't, it, it is not going to happen. No, it's going to go bad. It's just going to go bad. And then you feel even worse. Then you never meal prep again. Cause you think it's a waste of money. You think it's a waste of money because you didn't prep it. But the, the true reality, mm-hmm. just like you said earlier is it's less expensive, right? To and eat well. You know what I would do in the beginning, Phil? This was, so the fridge wasn't my uh, kryptonite. It was the freezer. Really? Yeah. I would go and I would get the chicken breast. I would get the, um, I would get the beef and everything. And I would buy an abundance. And I would put vast majority, if not all of it, into the freezer. And then my excuse was, ah, I never thaw. remembered to thaw anything. Yep. So this time I'm going to go get some food. I'm going to thaw this out, but I'm going to get food now. Yeah. And then while it's thawing, you know, well, you know, and then you thaw it and then you put it in the fridge and then you're like, oh, well, you know, I got a couple of days before it goes bad or whatever. And then, you know, your your buddy calls you and they're going to go have some margaritas and some Mexican food. It sounds great, which I love. Mm -hmm. And you go get it and then it goes bad in the fridge and then you feel bad. and You wasted your money because you didn't cook the food and went bad. You threw it away and it now it just goes on and on and on. So go to the grocery store. Come home, immediately cook it. Yeah. Now, I, I don't buy, um, when it comes to my meal prep items, I don't buy an abundance anymore. I buy maybe a week's worth. I definitely now. don't buy extra. Yeah, yeah I bad. buy maybe a week. Now, I have some food storage. I got a deep freeze with some extra stuff in it in case. But it's there as backup. As a backup, right? Yeah. Like it's there in case like a freeze happens again and mm-hmm. we can't get to the grocery store or mm-hmm. whatever, right? Something apocalyptic, Chinese government invades, whatever. Right. And, uh, so, but like for my meal prep, my day to day stuff, I have enough for like a week ish mm-hmm. and I cook it twice a week. I cook it on Sunday uh, mornings and Thursday nights. Those are my days that I cook. And usually by Sunday afternoon, I'm running out of my main stuff, my beef, my chicken that I eat throughout the week. And I'll go to the store and I'll, I'll buy it and I'll re up it and then I'll cook it. And then I'll, on Thursday night, I'll cook it again. And, or not again, I'll cook the rest of it or whatever, right? So I'm a little more advanced now, I'm a little more in a, and you'll get good at this, guys. That's the that's the main point I want to make. Put too. time to it. You yeah. gotta put the time in mm-hmm. and you gotta practice it. It's we're what we're talking about works for our lifestyles. Everybody has a different schedule, everybody has a different type of spouse that has a different schedule, everybody has different some of these people have kids, some people right. have, you know, um work nights, whatever it is. But you have to practice it to get into a routine. Now with my schedule and Jessica's schedule, I know that what I'm doing works. I've done it over and over and over. And it's just like riding a bike, dude. It's, you know, I've already, I've got the bike up. I've got the momentum. Now I'm just coasting, man. Now I'm just cruising with my nutrition. So long as I keep, I keep my foot on the pedals, right? Yeah. I keep, I keep, you know, you get too don't slow, stop pedaling. you get too slow and you start slowing down and you don't, uh, and you're going to fall off yeah. because you didn't have your food prepped. Right. Um, so guys practice it. Um, you know, you got to go get your food, prep your food and then say, Oh, well, Hey, maybe, maybe Sunday mornings isn't my thing. Maybe, uh, since I'm off most Mondays or I'm off on Mondays, maybe on Monday morning, I need to hit the grocery store and prep. And then I can prep again on whatever day, or maybe it's always on Monday. Phil does his once a week. I do mine twice a week. And that's, that's how, that's how we differ. So put the time in y'all practice it. Be prepared. If you're not prepared, you're going to fail. And um, 
you know, I found that terrain true over and over and over again in my nutrition. Yeah. When I'm not prepared every single time, I'm going to fail. And this doesn't only apply to nutrition. It's across the board. Work, oh, yeah. Yeah, like uh, when you're at work, little items need to get done. And I'm stuff that I don't like to do, I'm really bad at not doing. Example, um, HOAs. If the mm. HOA tells me to do something, it's guaranteed I'm waiting six months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's guaranteed. Yeah. And then next thing you know, I'm getting a fine, yep. you know, because I put it off. And you wasted an extra hundred dollars getting fined. Yeah. You know. I, I just, anytime they tell me to do something, I, I just want to rebel. I ain't doing it. It's just like in my, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Bastards. Yeah. I hate it. But yeah. anyways. But yeah, in um, your fitness. Yeah. Um, in, in all I'm, areas. I'm not telling you. Yeah. In all areas, but. You don't have to do like I do and have your entire workout with your rep ranges and everything, unless that's what you want to do. But at least know, hey, at five o'clock, I'm going to the gym and I'm training these muscle groups. At least know that I'm going to spend about an hour Mm -hmm. and then I'm going to move on to my next thing, part of my day. You go at five and you do your fucking workout, freaking, (laughs) and you do your workout and you can move on to the next thing. And you're planning it. You're prepared, right? Yep. You got The more specific, the more likely you are to succeed, I think. That's true for me. Yeah, I, I agree. Because then even if you deviate a little bit, yeah. it's still f- fairly narrowly um, right. associated. You know, and then yeah. we, we spent a lot of time talking about meal prep today. So I just one more piece of advice when it comes to to meal prep or just healthy eating in general um, that, that seems to help a lot of people is, and you hear Daryl, and myself talk about similar foods. Um, it's a really good idea to to narrow your food choices, right? But vary your sauces and seasonings, right? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that. And a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't like eating the same thing all the time. Well, I get it. I, I get that, but I think a lot of people are living in a little bit of, a, and I hate just calling people out all the time. But I think it's call important. them out. Wendy's and McDonald's, you're still eating the same thing. Call you're them still out. Still eating a hamburger. Call them They're out. They're just seasoned fast food different. burger. Yeah, it's still a fast food burger. Just yeah. because you go somewhere different, you're still eating the same thing. Right. It's the same thing as making a burger at home and using spicy seasonings one time right. and then like maybe something sweeter the next time. Right. It's still a burger. Right. right? So narrow your food choices. I but think vary your sauces and seasonings. The last comment, because we're planning on a workout here soon. Yeah. Um we gotta get out of here pretty quick, y'all, because we gotta go train. We planned it. Mm-hmm. But uh, last thing I'm going to last comment I'll make is, um, you know, the more I the more I meal prepped, I was like that in the beginning. I couldn't eat the same thing over and over again, could not do it, almost refused to do it. And the more I practiced and the more I actually meal prepped and the more I actually ate on plan, the more I got down to where I really didn't like to eat all like different things, all the time. different things all the time. I wanted to cook my two different three different meals. And that was it. And then when we would go out to eat, I would get something. And then you enjoy good. it more. And I enjoyed it more. And and but also you just get mind, good at cooking a certain you, thing, you a do. certain way. Yeah. You like it. And you, I think it'll come naturally once you start to prep your own food over and over and over again. You're going to get to where you're making a certain mm-hmm. handful of different on different plates. And you're going to like it. And that's what you're going to eat. It's probably going to happen that way. And then also, um, man, I lost my point. I forgot what I was going to say. I was talking, you're talking about enjoying it more when you go out to eat. Yeah. Oh, when you actually are able to stick to the plan, what I was going to say is that you're actually going to get some results. 
Yeah. And well, the yeah. results are the most motivating thing. Right. And then so, once you start seeing them, then it's easier to stay on right. this track. And I personally enjoy eating the same thing every day. It simplifies my, I don't have to make decisions. I don't have to money. think about it. I don't have to think about it. You know, it's very simple. Um, there's very little decision making going on. And then when I do eat out, I kind of don't really worry about it too much. And I thoroughly enjoy mm-hmm. it. You know, plan your shit guys. All right. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. That's all I got. Is that it? Prep your food. Proper food preparation prevents piss poor diet performance. All right? Think about about that, too. All right, guys. This is the OTG podcast. We're excited to be back in the studio, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Peace.